Welcome to A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk with Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Get ready to focus on your intent to be the love, be the peace through practical application. Here is your host, Rev. Jennifer Hadley. Bonjour. Bonjour. (laughs) Here we go again. So grateful. Oh. Yes, let's take a breath, place our hand on our heart, and let us accept the gifts of God today. Let us be grateful. We are opening our heart, opening our mind to the infinite intelligence, the pure love and light that we already are. We are grateful and thankful to allow ourselves to experience true freedom, true peace, true love. We are grateful to open ourselves to the unprecedented life of creativity and wisdom and clarity and the all good of God shining in our heart and mind. Everything is for us. Nothing is against us. And we are truly grateful. Taking this breath of love and gratitude, we share the benefits with our brothers and sisters because we're one with them, so grateful for the unity of all life. In gratitude for so much, for everything that has been given to us, we say, and so it is, amen, 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 amen. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, the word yes now has a new, I have a new relationship with it. It is a word I say a lot uh, in the way that I just did. And now that I'm training a puppy, I use that word yes a lot. When she comes, when I call, Yes. When she poops, yes. (laughs) Everything she does, she gets that yes, and she knows that yes means a good thing is happening, and she likes it. Oh, she's so precious and sweet. Her name is Bodhi. Oh, my goodness. Precious, precious, precious cargo. All right, so our topic this week is accepting the gifts of God. We're allowing ourselves to experience the gifts of God. And what got me started on this is the theme of the last couple of weeks in my own mind has been consistently day in and day out reminding myself that God has already given me everything. In my position in life, I receive many prayer requests from people who are asking for things, who would like things, and all of that's understandable. And God has already given us everything, the full load. And so for us, our job is to Stop believing in lack. Stop believing in limitation, even when we see it all around us. Even when we experience it in our bank account, in our body, in our family, in our job, whatever is going on in our life where we're seeing limitation, limitation, limitation. What we can respond with is, you can't fool me. God is unlimited. God is unprecedented. There is no lack in God. There is no limit in God. And I will not further any belief in lack and limitation. It is my destiny to live an unlimited, unprecedented life. And that is what I am choosing. That is what I'm sharing with my brothers and sisters And it is happening right now, this now. Let's look at Lesson 166, which is, I am entrusted with the gifts of God. Jesus says, 
All things are given you. God's trust in you is limitless. God knows his son. God gives without exception, holding nothing back that can contribute to your happiness. And yet, unless your will is one with God's, God's gifts are not received. But what would make you think there is another will than God's? Here is the paradox that underlies the making of the world. This world is not the will of God, and so it is not real. Yet those who think it real must still believe there is another will, and one that leads to opposite effects from those God wills. Impossible indeed, but every mind that looks upon the world and judges it as certain, solid, trustworthy, and true believes in two creators, or in one, himself alone, but never in one God. The gifts of God are not acceptable to anyone who holds such strange beliefs. So, What Jesus is saying to us, everything has been given to us. God's not held anything back. All has been given, already given. Asking it, it is given because it already has been given. Everything for our happiness, everything that can contribute to our happiness has already been given to us. And the paradox is that we see a world that is filled with dreams of lack and limitation. We believe it to be real, and we're confused. So, what Jesus says to us here, those who think this world real must still believe there is another will. So two powers, not just one, but two powers. Impossible indeed, but every mind that looks upon the world and judges it as certain, solid, trustworthy, and true believes in two creators. The gifts of God are not acceptable to anyone who holds such strange beliefs. So we're going to reject the gifts of God if we believe in multiple powers. And if we're making this world real, we are believing in multiple powers. So then, de facto, we are rejecting the gifts of God, denying their presence. Yes, the gifts of God are not acceptable. We won't even accept them. We will reject them because we believe in two powers. We don't feel worthy of that which has been given to us. I have had so many struggles myself with prosperity and abundance. And... What I have experienced was that true forgiveness brings relief from lack and limitation. So when we truly forgive ourselves, the debts, the trespasses, when we work on that unconscious guilt by forgiving ourselves for all the judgments that we hold against ourselves— then we open up the flow of prosperity. Some people are interested in having way more than they need and in excess, believing that excess will somehow make them feel good or make them feel safe or something like that. There are many crazy thoughts and beliefs that are happening in our experience, and that is one of them for sure. 
for me, I personally was able to get out of that lack and limitation thinking and really begin to truly accept the gifts of God through doing that self-forgiveness work. Forgiving myself for all the mean and unconscious, unloving things that I've done. This was the way that I stopped living in debt. There is a connection between unforgiveness, resentment, and poverty consciousness, experiencing lack and limitation. What I love about God, one of the many things I love, um, one of the many splendid things about God is the unprecedented nature of divinity. And I absolutely am grateful that spirit is progressive, unlimited, unprecedented, makes all things new. We can go back to the default settings. We can clear the cache. We can absolutely go back to our original instructions. They are written in our heart. And this is how we find liberation. So for me, my path of liberation has been to wake up and realize that in my original instructions, it's very clear to me that the path of greatest joy and happiness is a path of being of service to the light. And being of service to the light in myself and in my brothers and sisters. And one way that I am in service to the light is to recognize the light in myself and in my brothers and sisters. And so the more I do that, the more disinterested I am in the things of this world. And still, I do like nice things. And um, I just had a friend visiting, and I was sharing with her some things that I enjoy that I have. Like um, I have this massager, this back massager that heats up. Love it. Love it. I live out in the boonies. It's a little harder to go get a massage, plus with COVID. So I got this massager and I've been using it. It's wonderful. (laughs) And I have a wonderful tea kettle that I love. Uh, I'm, I'm really... I boil a lot of hot water every day making tea and coffee and because I use a French press to make my coffee. And so I have what I think is the Primo kettle. It's glass. It lights up so you can see that it's on from well across the room, which is good because sometimes I think I turn it on, but I'm not sure and I can see by the light. It's glass, so if anything gets in there, I can see, which I really appreciated, because uh, when I was in my 20s, I I lived in Manhattan for 10 years, and for the 10 years of my 20s, and I once uh, heated up water to make tea, on the stove in my New York apartment. And when I poured the water over my tea bag, there were baby cockroaches in the water. Somehow, like overnight, roaches got into my tea kettle. So after that, I was like, I do not want this tea kettle where I can't see what's in it if something crawled into it during the night. Ah! So I've got a glass one now. I can see everything that's in it, and it's just water. (laughs) And it shuts off. It doesn't whistle. When it boils, it shuts off. These are the things I love. Simple, simple things. And uh, so, yes, I appreciate things. I love things. I'm not leading a monk's life, a nun's life. 
I am enjoying the things that I have, and I enjoy life and the physicality of life, the sensuality of life. To me, it's tremendous. It is one of the gifts of God. And so what I can see is I'm not interested in, I'm not pursuing acquiring wealth. I I am not interested in opulence and all of that. At the same time, I love it. I do. I love opulence. When I was a um, kid, we moved to Rhode Island when I was nine years old. And not too long after we moved there, we went to see the mansions in Newport, the beautiful, big mansions there, the famous Newport mansions. And I loved those buildings. I loved seeing all that craftsmanship, all the inlays and all the beautiful tile work and the woodwork and the painting and all the carvings and the the gold leaf and just extraordinary beauty. Love, love, love to see the beauty that we can demonstrate and create. I I love gorgeous fabrics and beautiful jewelry and I, I love diamonds and uh, these aren't things that I collect or put much attention on but I, and I don't need to have it all for myself but I can still love it and appreciate it and enjoy it and I don't need to call any of it bad I really don't because everything is symbolic in this world and everything is neutral. We've given everything that we see in this room, on this street, on our body, in our home, all the meaning that it has for us. So with accepting the gifts of God Today, our greatest gifts are wisdom, wholeness, freedom, joy, prosperity, abundance, clarity, beauty, harmony, creativity. All of these spiritual qualities and more are the gifts of God that we can accept every day, right now. We're already as holy as holy can be. We're already free. We're already endowed with these great, great gifts. They are ours to express and to reveal. If we feel unworthy, if we feel not good enough, because our mind is holding on to guilt and shame and blame and regret and resentment and all kinds of things like that, then our mind is not clear to express and share and reveal the gifts of God today because our mind is focused on something else. Our mind is focused on lack and limitation. In my experience of my own thinking, and my experience of many other people's thinking, those who are feeling that they have lack, that they don't have the gifts of God, it is because they are affirming it so many times a day, so many times a day. They are thinking, I can't afford that, I can't have that, that doesn't work for me, I can't do that. Oh, you see, I remember once someone said to me, uh, they asked me a question, Jennifer, how did you come to this place where you are now, where you have this insight and whatnot? How did you get there? And I said, well, 
I had a vision of myself as a light being. I was shown this vision of myself as a light being. And I made a conscious, clear decision to move in the direction of bringing that light into manifestation, living as that light being, and moving out of my old consciousness. And the person I was sharing with who asked me the question said, oh, see, that's why you can do this, but I can't because I don't have that kind of vision, that kind of imagination. I, I've i been robbed of all of that. I don't have any of that. And I I know this person well, or I did back then. And so I said, truthfully, you're one of the most imaginative people I've ever met in my entire life. You have such a vivid imagination. The only thing is that you imagine the worst. You imagine betrayal. You imagine that there won't be enough. You imagine that there's a limit on what you can do. You imagine that there's a limit on how much people can love you. You imagine that there's not going to be enough in the future. So you have to hoard now. You use your imagination all day long to frighten yourself, to wound yourself, to torture yourself. That's the difference. It's not that you don't have the faculty of imagination and the ability to have a vision, but most of the time right now, you're focused on imagining betrayal, imagining that you're being deceived, imagining that things are working against you rather than for you. And we had this conversation because I was, uh, uh, as a friend, as any friend, I have, uh, I'm a vision holder for my friends. I hold a vision for the people in the Power of Love ministry, the people who are in our programs, like Finding Freedom and Masterful Living and Stop Playing Small, and these, the people who participate, I am very happy to hold a vision for them for peace in their family, peace in their body, prosperity, whatever it is that they would like to bring into manifestation. With my friend, the gifts of God, the, the gifts of vision, inspiration, intuition, imagination, they were all there for my friend. And my friend was using them to hold up a picture of lack and limitation. Because at that point, there was a sense of, I am a victim of the world, I see. I am a victim of the world, I see. When we are in the consciousness of, I am a victim of the world, I see, we are rejecting the gifts of God. So that's why today, I feel called to speak about accepting the gifts of God instead of rejecting them. If we are a victim in this world, which we're not, but if we believe we're a victim in this world, we cannot accept and demonstrate and share and reveal and enjoy the gifts of God because we do not see ourselves as fully loved and empowered. Instead, we are choosing to see ourselves of the victim, as the victim of the world. As I shared a couple of weeks ago, we can either take responsibility for the world that we see, or we're the victim of the world that we see. These are the two 
choices that we have, when we're responsible for the world we see, then we can rise above it because we are accepting the gifts of God. When we accept responsibility, we're placing ourselves in the standing of realizing that Spirit has given us everything already. There is no lack. There is no limitation. And that's a beautiful place to stand in. It's so liberating. Speaking of no lack and limitation, can I just say how grateful I am to everyone who contributes to support this ministry, to support this podcast, to support me personally. I am so, so very grateful. I could not do this without the support of folks like you. So your contributions in the form of writing reviews, in the form of making donations, sharing, telling people, thank you. (laughs) Speaking of telling people, I'm Jennifer Hadley, and you're listening to A Course in Miracles on Unity Online Radio. I'll be right back. Thank you for tuning in for A Course in Miracles, Living the Love, Walking the Talk. And we're back. Thank you for coming back. (laughs) Yes, there's that yes again. (laughs) I'm so glad I learned that kind of control word with Bodhi because I love saying it all day to her. Yes, good dog. Oh my goodness. And she is good regardless of what she does, whether she does what she does sometimes, which is to jump in a mud puddle. She's a white dog, so mud puddles eh, doesn't look so good on her. And then I have to carry her into the house, put her in the tub, wash her off. But you know what? She's having fun. It doesn't bother me. It doesn't upset me. It's an inconvenience. Yeah, of course it's an inconvenience. But she's a puppy. And she's probably going to do it when she's a big dog and she's going to have to learn to let me hose her down and stuff like that. So life, life is happening and it's okay. I don't mind being inconvenienced for her delights. So we're talking about accepting the gifts of God and that the Gifts of God have already been given to us. All things are given you. Yes, God has given us everything. There's nothing that God has held back. And so no matter whether where we go, like the prodigal son wandering and squandering his gifts, he's exploring them. He's sharing them. He's doing whatever he's doing. He's having experiences. That is what this world is for, having experiences. And the moral of the story of the parable of the prodigal son, the point of the story and why Jesus tells us this story is so that we can recognize that even if we seem to squander all our gifts, even if we seem to not value the gifts that we've been given, the gifts of creativity, the gifts of love, the gifts of joy, even if we seem to disregard them and instead we place our focus and our attention on lack, attack, limitation, and separation, still, Our Creator loves us. We are the Beloved of the Beloved. And ever shall it be so. Wherever we go, wherever we wander, the infinite love is there for us. And accepting the gifts of God also means accepting the nature of the gifts So the gifts of God are love, joy, peace, harmony, prosperity, wholeness, abundance, 
freedom, joy, clarity, beauty, all of these creativity, all of these are the spiritual qualities of life. These are the gifts that we've been given to share, to extend, to experience, to play with. And all of these spiritual qualities are unconditional. Love is unconditional. Joy is unconditional. Freedom is unconditional. Peace is unconditional. Wholeness is unconditional. The spiritual qualities are not conditional. So we have them, the full load, the full gift of them has been given us and there are no conditions. We didn't have to jump through any hoops to get them and we don't have to jump through any hoops to keep them. They are ours now and forever. Nothing is held back. All has been given. However, when we believe that we're unworthy or that others are unworthy, when we judge and when we believe in two powers, that there are powers in this world, the powers that be, the powers that inflict upon us, when we believe that those are actual powers over us, over life, then we will not recognize that the gifts of God are already ours because we can't believe it, we can't accept it when we believe that there are many powers. So this is for us to shift our mind about Talk about accepting the gifts of God. In, in the text, Jesus says, When I said, I am with you always, I meant it literally. I am not absent to anyone in any situation. Because I am always with you, you are the way, the truth, and the life. That quote is from chapter 7, section 3, paragraph 1, which is entitled, The Reality of the Kingdom. Talk about accepting the gifts. Can we accept the gift that the master pastor, our teacher, Jesus, is telling us, I am with you always. I am with you always. So let us recognize that and behave accordingly. Let us turn to Jesus for solace, for insight, for clarity, for assistance. In this section 3 of chapter 7, Jesus begins with, The Holy Spirit teaches one lesson and applies it to all individuals in all situations. One lesson applied to everyone in every situation. And he says, being conflict-free, the Holy Spirit maximizes all efforts and all results. Now here's Here's the key part. By teaching the power of the kingdom of God himself, the Holy Spirit teaches you that all power is yours. All power is yours. So all the gifts of God, all power has already been given. Can we accept it? Can we accept it? I know for me, I spent so much time thinking, I don't have, I don't have, I lack, I lack, I don't have, I don't have. That was my constant cry. 
I wasn't beautiful enough. I didn't make enough money. I wasn't talented enough. I wasn't smart enough. I wasn't good enough. I wasn't kind enough. I wasn't enough. That was my constant affirmation to myself. So when I was willing to give that up and to see that the gifts of God are mine today, They are mine to share today. And I am so much more interested in sharing the gifts of God than I am in living in any more lack, attack, limitation, and separation. That's when things began to really shift for me. So it really is living what I call the my purpose prayer. I am here only to be truly helpful. I am here to represent the one who sent me. I don't have to worry about what to say or what to do or when or where to go because the one who sent me will direct me. I am content to be wherever spirit wishes, knowing spirit goes there with me. I am healed and I let spirit teach me to heal. Chapter 2, Section 5. Yes. (laughs) So grateful for that. Yes. So grateful for my own willingness to accept the gifts of God today and every day. Because if I don't accept the gifts of God, what have I got to share but garbage, trash, poison? People are so up in arms and upset with things in the world. I get it. There's a lot of controversy in the world. There's a lot to be upset about in the world. Certainly, for anyone who would like to be upset, there is a never-ending stream of things to be upset about. Can I be truly helpful when I'm upset? Can I accept the gifts of God today and be upset today at the same time? Can I welcome my good and accept the unprecedented, unlimited nature of God's infinite love while being upset with what people are choosing to do? No, I don't think it's possible. I don't see how that can work. And how can I live my purpose and energize lack, attack, limitation, and separation? I just don't see that I can. And if I'm not living my purpose, what am I doing? Why am I doing it? Does it even matter? What difference would it make what I did if I'm not living my purpose and being truly helpful. The only way I can be truly helpful, as far as I can tell, is to be consistently loving. Truly loving. So there it is. I'm interested in being consistently and truly loving. Sometimes I find it challenging, but less and less. And I kid myself less and less. People make choices that seem to be unkind, unaware, uninformed. Yeah, I can have patience for that. I don't have to be offended by that. I don't have to be hurt by that. I don't have to try and change them or fix them. Instead, I can place my attention on accepting the gifts of God today. Because God is a now business. I say I work for God Incorporated and God is a now business. Right? So we can't have a storehouse and tuck our gifts away to be used later. Now is the time 
to share compassion. Now is the time to express our creativity. Now is the time to extend kindness. Now is the time to be gentle. Now is the time to have trust and faith. Now. God is a now business. If I'm not willing to have trust and faith now, but I think, well, maybe tomorrow I'll have trust, then I don't have it. Because tomorrow will never arrive. There is only this now opportunity. And that has become precious to me because I have had too many experiences in my life where I had an opportunity to be loving and to be kind, but I chose to be manipulative and unkind, controlling, deceptive, uncaring, impatient. I missed so many opportunities to be truly helpful, to be truly loving. I don't want to miss any more. No. I'm not interested in judging myself, and I'm not interested in having any regrets. I move forward. I don't look back, except when I am sharing like I am right now. Then I look back, and I think, oh, what, do, what, what can I share about this principle? How did I learn that this is true? How did I prove God for myself And then spirit will show me in my mind, I'll become aware of some memory of an experience I had. And then I say, oh yeah, that's how I learned that. Okay, yeah, I can tell about that. One of the greatest gifts that there is for us is our innocence. This seems to be one of the most challenging things for us to accept, is that there is this eternal innocence, that our very nature is pure and pristine. So if we can think of it this way, that we are representing the one who sent us, We are made in the spiritual image and likeness of the one who sent us. And many of us, whether we know it or not, we hold in our mind that God is an old man in the sky who's mad at us, who's vengeful, who has favorites, and who has the same kind of qualities as our earthly father, or our earthly mother, our earthly parent. So the earthly parent who is in a bad mood, who is uh, sarcastic and unkind and uh, chaotic, unreliable, inexplicable, all of these things are an issue for us. And so... We project that onto spirit and we expect that spirit is going to behave in ways that are hurtful and harmful. And so we're on the lookout for that. We don't have trust and faith in spirit's great love for us. So how can we believe in our innocence? It seems impossible. Just completely and totally impossible. So, instead of trying to figure that out, instead of trying to manage it and to somehow even to heal it, let us instead simply accept our innocence is intact. It always will be. In our human experience, there's the illusion that we're sinful and sullied. 
when we're looking through the lens of the ego thought system. It's an appearance. It's not the truth. It's a projection. It's not the truth. So rather than figure any of this out or even spend a lot of time mulling it over trying to comprehend it, let us just be willing to know the truth, live the truth, resonate with the truth, share the truth. Let the truth be revealed in my mind. Let the truth be revealed in this world. Let the truth be revealed in all my relationships. Let the truth be revealed and let love prevail. Energizing that takes care of everything. Putting my energy into that, calling that into being, truth revealed, love prevails. It applies to everything. What situation could we find ourselves in where the truth being revealed wouldn't be helpful or love prevailing wouldn't be helpful? Those are always going to be helpful to us. So let us just keep energizing that, energizing that. Our willingness to accept the truth on every level of our awareness transforms, it renews, it restores, it takes us back to the beginning, to the original instructions to go forth and multiply the consciousness of all good. Let me know and reveal and share and model the gifts of God today and every day. Let me fully accept the gifts of God in my awareness. Let me share the gifts of God with great gratitude. What a blessing we can be. Our gifts and talents are real. They are eternal gifts. Let's share them. Let's Bless the world with our holiness, with our willingness to accept our innocence, and let us call forth a great willingness to accept, to call forth, to energize, and to bear witness to the innocence of our brothers and sisters. Let us know the peace of God that comes with being willing to recognize the innocence of our brothers and sisters. Moving out of all blame, moving out of all attack thoughts, completely giving up all attack thoughts so that we can focus on what is real, the gifts Yes. <laughs> it's so powerful and so beautiful. The kingdom of God is within us. These are the gifts of God. These spiritual qualities are our gifts. They truly are. So let us accept them this day. Oh my goodness. And let us see the gifts of God and recognize them in our brothers and sisters. In uh, chapter 27, section 7, which is entitled, The Dreamer of the Dream. Right at the end, it says... Let all your brother's gifts be seen in light of charity and kindness offered you. And let no pain disturb your dream of deep appreciation for his gifts to you. Mm. 
Let us welcome and accept the gifts of God that are coming to us through our brothers and sisters. The only way we can do that is if we get out of judging, get out of the judging mind, and get into the mind that is living the love. So that's why I say, let's walk the talk, let's live the love. And we can do it together. Because our brothers and sisters who challenge us to be loving, to be compassionate, to be kind, they're offering us a gift to strengthen ourselves. Surely that's what they are there for. So rather than attack and judge, demean, criticize them, let's just accept the gifts of God however they show up. Let us know that every day is filled with gifts streaming towards us in every moment. Holy Spirit, let me accept the gifts of God today and every day. Holy Spirit, let me share and extend the gifts of God here, now, today, and every day. Yes. So grateful. Oh my, oh my, oh my. I am doing my Stop Playing Small Retreat again in September, mid-September, online, so you can join from wherever you are in the world. And in a, in a very real way, accepting the gifts of God is what the Stop Playing Small Retreat is about. It's about eliminating the blocks to love, to abundance, to prosperity, to wholeness, to freedom, to joy, and all the spiritual qualities, so we can simply accept what has already been given to us. Yes. Our holiness blesses the world, and you bless me. So thank you. Thank you for joining with me. Oh, real quick, let me mention, still doing the Sundays with Spirit every Sunday, live on Zoom, also live on Facebook at the A Course of Miracles podcast Facebook page. Come and join me, please. We're grateful and thankful for the love of God that shines in our heart, in our minds, now and forever. In gratitude, we accept, we let it be, and so it is. Amen, amen, amen. I love you. Mwah.